0: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition, MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday 6-9 edition. Nice. Hope everybody had a good Thursday and is ready for the weekend. Um, Another interesting slate, to say the least, last night. Just weirdness all over the place. But um, we dig in for Friday. We have a 14-game all day. There's one day game. It's in Wrigley, Colorado at the Cubs. You got Marquez versus Montgomery. Play it as you wish. Uh, Marquez actually pitched pretty well this year. Uh, Montgomery's making the spot start. Pitched great out of the pen in their long reliever, 3-4-8 and start. Some long saves. Really, really good stuff. Just no idea how long he'll go. But uh, 5,300 for him, 75 for Marquez. Both good, interesting arms if you're into it. If not, the bats are in play as well because the wind is blowing out hard to right field. Very, very hard. So let's check the rest of the weather on tonight's slate. Miami at Pittsburgh. Rain picks up as the evening comes on. Chances of thunderstorms hit the 50% range. So we'll keep an eye on Miami at Pittsburgh as there is a pitcher to target in that one. As, as we go on, um, White Sox at the Indians. Wind blowing out hard to right field in Cleveland. Uh, chances of rain, but it dwindles off as the night goes on. So maybe it just disappears completely or we get a late start. That would be ideal. Uh, but wind's blowing out hard in Cleveland. Wind's blowing out about 10 miles an hour or so in the Bronx, Baltimore at the Yankees. <clears throat> if the if the roof is open in Houston, it's going to be warm, good hitting environment, wind blowing out hard to left field between the Angels and the Astros, so keep an eye on that report if it comes out. Other than that, very, very slight chances of rain in San Diego between the Royals and the Padres, good pitching environment there, a little chilly, um, decent humidity, which will help, but wind blowing in. And then as per usual, Twins at Giants in San Francisco, wind blowing out to center field like it does almost every night by the bay. Let's get into tonight's action and kick it off with your starting pitcher. There are two pitchers over $5,000, and there's one that is definitely ahead of the class. He's the high-priced arm. He's $12,600. His name is Corey Kluber. He's at home against the Chicago White Sox, and... First, start off the DL was filthy. Only threw like seventy something pitches, but he was lights out. The if anybody watched like the gifs and videos on Twitter or just watched baseball, uh, the recap shows on like MLB Network, he was filthy. Um, just just dirty. Uh, he's, he's averaging about twenty eight point seven k, twenty eight point seven percent strikeout rate. White Sox strikeout almost twenty four percent of the time. I'm not gonna go too deep into this. Kluber, easily the top option on the night. Um, If you're paying up for pitching, you're paying up for Corey Kluber. Next up, you have Urban Santana at $11,000 at the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Santana got beat up his last time out against the Angels. I can't pay $11,000 for Santana. Uh, I've said this the last few times he's been high priced. He got beat up last time at 11.6. I said I couldn't even pay $99. He still threw 21.6 points at you. Um, The Giants' offense is not a juggernaut by any means. We've established that, but they can surprise you from time to time. They had a good game in Philly, had a good game yesterday in Milwaukee. Even prior to the extra innings blow up, they had a 5 runs spot put up there. They have offense. Santana, you know, he's in a great spot. I get it. But for $11,000 to meet that price range, I, I can't do it. If you want to do it, knock yourself out. It's kind of how I felt about Price and Pinata yesterday. Pinata paid off. Price got shilled. Do as you wish. Now we go down. Your next Price guy after $11,000 is $8,200. That's Tanner Rourke. Now, when we go here, we're going to have mid-price, like sevens to eights that are dicey. And then we have a handful of punt plays that I'd almost rather pair up Kluber with like all four or five of my punt plays and see what happens. But there are some good mid priced guys here we will talk about. And the first one is Tanner Work at home against the Texas Rangers. Tanner Works makes for a really, really good catch game play. He's very, very consistent, especially at home. His last three starts in general, two on the road, one at home, 17.7, 27, 29 DraftKings points. Uh, His home starts this year, 29.7 innings, one run against Seattle. Got beat up by Philly, but then against Arizona, six innings, four runs, 16.7 points. Against Philly, 15.4 points, seven innings again. So he gets the job done, even on his road starts. He's only had two starts below 10 points all year long. Been very, very consistent. So Tanner Roark at 82 against Texas. I know Texas can hit the ball very well, but when you look at Roark, he strikes out almost 20% of the guys he faces while... Texas strikes out over 23% of the time versus righties. He uh, limits the hard contact 26.7% hard contact rate and Texas team total 4.08 lefties hitting 296 righties two seventy six off Tanner Roark. So he's a good little play. A lot of people avoid pitchers versus Texas. So his ownership could be low for cash game purposes, really solid, very consistent um, for GPP. There is a little bit of upside because he does have those high 20 point games when he really gets in his groove and limits the walks and, Picks up a few more strikeouts, so Tanner work eighty two hundred. Rich Hill at eighty one hundred bucks. I just can't do because you don't know how far he's going. Just, if he's go, is he going three innings? Is he going four? Or are you getting five with a chance of a win? You don't know with Rich Hill. He's a heavy favorite against the Reds at home. He's in a great spot. If you could tell me he's got no leash and he's going seven plus, we'd play Rich Hill at eighty one hundred bucks. Um, that thought alone should be known by many. So he could be low owned if you want to go that route. Tremendous upside. Uh, for eighty one hundred bucks, if you feel like pitching a ritual, I'm not going to stop you there. Next up, though, Brad Peacock. The price tag has risen on our Peacock. Um, Seventy nine hundred bucks at home against the Angels. Great spot for Peacock. He's been below six K ever since he jumped into the rotation, and he's been outstanding. Nine Ks, eight Ks, eight Ks his last three starts. Four and a third, four two thirds, and he went six his last time out at the Rangers. Only two earned runs, twenty seven point nine points. 24 or more in two of those three starts. He's been outstanding. Um, people know who he is now, but the price tag jump maybe maybe keeps people off. Uh, the Angels strike out almost 20% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, they have a, a team total of 378, third lowest on the board. Small sample size because a lot of this is out of the bullpen, but lefty's 272, righty's 258 off Peacock. And then the Angels without Trout. Their numbers continue to drop rapidly. Yes, they had a big game yesterday against Fulmer and Detroit, which shocked about everybody. Because if you looked at his DraftKings uh, percentage ownership percentage, Fulmer was everywhere. But um, they have a team well above 298 below average, and they have an average ISO of 146 versus righties. Peacock's in a phenomenal spot tonight. Like, really, really good spot. He should be chalk if people are paying attention and not scared of the price tag. Some might be scared of the price tag. That's like literally... a Twenty-three hundred dollar jump from his last time out, almost three K from his first start. So I get it, but uh, great spot for Peacock. Next up, we gamble a bit. Jordan Montgomery, seventy-six hundred bucks at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore uh, overall peripheral stats—they struggle against lefties. We do know they. It's all or nothing with Baltimore. Look how bad they were last night against Pineta, a guy that can give up home runs, and we know he strikes out a lot. But they couldn't even do much to him. Now you got Montgomery, his last three starts at Toronto, six innings, three hits, no in five Ks. At Baltimore, four and a third, eight hits, three runs, one earned, five Ks. He pitched well. He just got that pitch count up too high, so he had to get yanked early. Did pitch well, though. Pitched really well. Nine to three, ground ball to fly ball. He only got you 12.4 points, but there's much more upside if you look at the the game log and everything there. And uh, prior to that, at home against Kansas City, six and two thirds, two hits, one earned, six Ks. 23.8, 23.8, so five or more Ks in all three starts. Six innings or more in two of the three. Almost 24 more points in two of those three. Really good stuff. Price tags got jumped up a bit. Dangerous part to pitching, no doubt about it. Uh, going up against the Orioles that do strike out 25.2% of the time versus uh, left-handed pitching. Montgomery's done a great job of lim- limiting the hard contact to 24.1%. He's um home run to fly ball at 6.8%. Two things that look very, very good in a matchup against a powerhouse like Baltimore. Now, it's just a matter of time. Does Baltimore finally get their stuff together? Are they going to stay inconsistent and make us scratch our head and throw things once in a while? But Montgomery, lefties are hitting 285, righties 291 versus Montgomery, which is outstanding. You got 319 Woba and a 167 ISO, just a both barely above average. So. There's numbers showing they can get it done, but then it's also much, 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 or very, very, very a good option for Montgomery if you feel like rolling those dice. Another one, Michael Walker, 7,300 at home against the Phillies, coming off of a few really rough starts, three straight to tell you the truth. He have six earned at the Cubs, three earned against the Dodgers, six earned at, at home against the Dodgers. But prior to that, he was a very, very, very good, consistent arm, like 17 or more points in every start this year, except one prior to that. He's very, very, very good, very consistent. He's like a 5K or more type guy in a very good pitcher's park. Not very good, but a pretty darn good pitcher's park in St. Louis. Um, Phillies do strike out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. is a heavy minus 170 favorite. Limits the hard contact at 26.3%. Uh, if people only read the recent game logs, like Philly's fourth lowest team total on the board at 384. Lefties are hitting 327, righties 341, but they have an average Woba of 308 and an ISO of 151. It's a good spot for Waka to try to bounce back here. Um, he'll be extremely low on. He should be extremely low on he's a very good arm. He had three rocky starts, you know. It could be like our Garrett Cole thing where maybe there is something wrong. After last night, he looked horrible, and I'm gonna have to probably take a step back after you know riding that pony. This long. And, you know, Walk us kind of in that Garrett Cole situation. Do you want to take the gamble? Because the ownership should be low. And the upside's tremendous against a team like the Phillies that... Look, at Ari Dickey shut the Phillies down yesterday. That's how bad things are. It's like all or nothing. They had a big series against the Giants, like, on Saturday and Sunday. Going to Atlanta. And they had a lot of great spots. Fulte shut them down. Some really good opportunities and a very good hitter's park could not get it done. Now they go to St. Louis. Much... It's much more a pitcher's park than Atlanta was, or that Philly is their home park. So, good park shift for Walker in this one. You know, obviously, obviously, you know, the Phillies can wake up at any time, but uh, it's a nice gamble, very nice gamble, at uh, seventy-three hundred bucks. We move on to Matt Moore. We get below seven K now. Now we're punting, folks. Now it gets fun. Yes, Matt Moore, sixty-nine hundred dollars. Nice, um, and. I want to point out, you use him at home. Here's his recent home starts. Against Washington, 7 innings, 6 hits, 2 earned, 5Ks, 18.2 points. Cincinnati, 7 and a third, 8 hits, 1 earned, 7Ks, 25.9 points. Dodgers, 7 innings, 2 hits, 1 earned, 26.8 points. Those are his recent home starts. He only had one other one prior to that. It was his first start of the year against Colorado where he got beat up. But look at that. Washington, Cincinnati, and the Doyers and we're talking 26.8, 25.9, 18.2. He's $6,900, and he's at home against the Minnesota Twins. We know Matt is scary. He's, uh, in the last 30 days, 14th worst barrel FIP, uh, getting barreled up a little less than 7% of the time. He's striking out almost 17% of the batters he faces. Both not ideal, $6,900. Punt play, think punt, focus on the punt. Uh, Minnesota striking out 20% of the time. And for you know a situation like this, you'd expect an extremely high team total. They're the sixth lowest on the board, only three point nine six runs, less than four runs. Lefties hitting three forty five, righties three hundred nine. Minnesota struggles has struggled against lefties this year. Two ninety nine woba, one thirty five iso, below average. Matt Moore is in a sneaky good spot tonight uh, at $6,900 bucks as a punt play. Next up on your punt meter, Eric Skogland, the Kansas City rookie. Going into San Diego. Yep, the Padres. He got roughed up his last time out against Cleveland, only made it two innings. That was also rain induced. Two innings, four earned. He was getting hit around and the rain knocked him out for the rest of the game. His first start against Detroit, six and a third, two hits, no earned five K's, twenty-six point five DraftKings points. So we have an extremely small sample size with Scoglin. There's no doubt about that. But the Padres we do have some samples of 23.6%. Strikeout rate versus lefties. We know the Padres are not good. They uh, they did a few things in Arizona yesterday. We there's definite reason to target Padres bats, but the four one one team total. They have a two sixty two woba versus lefty and a one twenty two iso. Both of those numbers are horrible. Both are the lowest on the slate for any team in baseball. So for an arm that's only going to cost you sixty seven hundred dollars, there's Definite risk, but huge, huge upside in this one for Scoglin at $6,700. Now, one that should be extremely low-owned, and it's extremely dicey, but this guy has been phenomenal pretty much all year long. Dylan Bundy is only $6,600. Now, yes, he's facing one of the best baseball teams in all of baseball, especially the American Leagues, at the New York Yankees. That part's scary. But he's $6,600. Bringing in a 2.94 ERA, a one one four whip. Uh, he's got 12.3, 16.4, 20.4 DraftKings points his last three starts. Two and runs in all three of those starts. He gave a home run in all three. But 4.37, those are his K numbers. He's been very, very, very good this year. 6600 bucks is just too low. I know the gamble's huge against the Yankees. Any pitcher against the Yankees is scary, especially in that ballpark. But uh, the Yankees are striking out 22.6% of the time versus righties. Bundy is 24th worst barrel fifth the last 30 days, getting barreled 6.3% of the time. But his strikeouts are up to 20%. We remember earlier in this year, his strikeouts were a massive, massive concern. So Bundy has extreme upside, just like a lot. These punts are really nice because we know punts are punts because they can get blown up at a moment's notice. But there's great upside in these punts today. When you're talking. bundy the 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 yankees have a 473 team totals lefty sitting 320 righty's 314 off bundy and we know the yankees offense is tremendous so it is a gamble ownership should be low um, definitely worth a look in that one a lot of people are gonna look at brian johnson making the spot for the red sox the lefty but through the complete game shutout and his first star got sent to the minors he's back up um Detroit does strike out 20.6% of the time, lefty, so you have that going for you. They do have a 474 total, and they have a 334 Woban at 209 ISO, which are both phenomenal. So buyer beware there. Just wanted to throw him out there. A sneaky good one, Jalice Chassin at home against the Royals, $6,400. At home is where you use Chassin, especially against a lineup that's right-handed dominant, which the Royals are. You know, you got Alex Gordon, who hasn't done much of anything this year. Moustakis is scary. Hosmer's okay. He's got a great average, not showing much power. But those are your main lefties to worry about. They might finagle another one in there if they want, but those are your main guns. So ideally, you have six right-handed bats for Chassin to mow down. In his home starts, he faced Colorado recently. Six innings, three earned, seven case. He's a big strikeout arm. 16.1 16.1 points. His last three starts, uh, seven, six, and eight strikeouts. We're not going to count the one at the Mets. So three of his last four. That Mets at Mets was a disaster, which we stacked against. But at home, Colorado, 16.1. At home against Milwaukee, which we played at 27.4. Um, at home against the Dodgers, 11.8. You'll take 11.8 for 6,400 bucks, but the upside's there because Kansas City is not the Los Angeles Dodgers. So Chassin, uh, He's striking out about 20% he faces at home is much better than that. Uh, Royals strike out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Their team total, this is where it gets fun. Fifth lowest on the board. Like we talked about Matt Moore with the Twins being low. Royals are the next one below that at 3.89. Lefty's hitting three fifty one, but righty's only three zero one. That's why I said if he's only got those three lefties and he just doesn't let them blow you up, there's tremendous upside here. Uh, 2.99 Woba, which is way below average, and a one fifty three ISO, just slightly above average. So Chassina's in a really, really sneaky spot. No one ever pitches him. No one ever pitches him. Hell, there's, some of these punt plays are worth stack, putting two of them together and just loading up all the bats in the world and rolling the dice in a GPP. But Chassina's 64, tremendous upside at home in that ballpark uh, against the Royals. Joe Biagini, he's up to 6K, folks. Starting to get a little respect after a couple really, really good starts. He's been below five the last three. But against the Yankees, seven innings, uh, three runs. One of those earned for six Ks, 22.8. And then prior to that, six innings, seven hits, two earns. And seven Ks for 18.7 against the Rangers. So two really good offenses and a very good hitter's park in Toronto. Biagini looked great. We were big on him early in the year. He struggled. And now he's figured it out again. The handcuffs are off. He's going deep. 21st best barrel fit the last 30 days, only getting barreled 2.7% of the time in those 30 days, striking out almost 20% of the batters he faces. He's been extremely good of late. Seattle, good pitching environment. They're striking out over 20% of the time versus uh, right-handed pitching. Be a genie definitely I, t- I told you the barrels are low. He's got a 25.4% hard contact rate, which is outstanding. He has an, a really, really, really good ground ball rate of 61.4%. So his strikeouts have gone up. He's getting tons of ground balls and soft contact. Things to love. The Mariners a 4-2-2 team total. Lefties are only hitting 287. Righties only 272 off Biagini. Tremendous punt play at $6,000. Uh, a couple more here. Andrew Triggs, 57 at Tampa Bay. It's the risk reward. Tampa Bay strikes out a ton. They can't hit the crap out of the ball. Uh, Triggs limits hard contact a ton. So just there's more upside there with just K's alone, 5,700 bucks. Good punt. And Randall Delgado, yes, he's at home and he's against Milwaukee, but uh, Milwaukee can hammer it, but he can also uh, get the strikeouts in his last two starts since coming back five and a third, five and two thirds at Miami at Pittsburgh. He's only given up one run in all his starts this year. No homers in his last two, 4Ks, 8Ks, getting you 14 or more points in those two starts. 5400 bucks, good upside, very, very risky against uh, that Milwaukee team, but massive upside. So I know, I listed 13 pitchers out of the 28 possible, but Kluber's your main guy at 12.6 for Chicago. If you can play him, play him, and you can with all these punt plays. There's no reason you can't and still get bats. Kluber's phenomenal. Santana, do what you wish at 11K. Tanner Rourke, great cash upside, and he's got some GPP upside at home. Playing Texas, people avoid pitchers versus Texas. He's 8,200. Love Peacock at 79 versus the Angels. Should be chalky as heck if people are paying attention. Uh, Montgomery, 76 versus Baltimore. GPP gamble. Big gamble because it's which Baltimore team shows up. If it's the one that's like 70 or 80% of the time that struggles against lefties, this is a great spot. If it's the one that all of a sudden wakes up, well, we're going to be crying by... Five o'clock Pacific time. Matt Moore. Now we're getting to your punts. Matt Moore at 69. Very sneaky punt. Oh, I forgot Michael Walker, 73. Nice upside bounce back. Should be low owned. Candidate versus Philly. Now your punts. Matt Moore, 69 versus Minnesota at home. Scotland 67 against the Padres. You got Bundy 66 versus New York. Chaosin 64 versus Kansas City. Biagini six hundred or 6K versus Seattle. Triggs fifty seven at Tampa Bay, Delgado fifty four versus Milwaukee. Moore's got really good upside at home. Scoglin uh, against the San Diego team that struggles, but there are some good bats like Renfro, Hedges, Myers to look at. Uh, Bundy very risky against New York, but upside. Biagini at Seattle and Chasen at Kansas City are very nice as well. Uh, I'd probably go like uh, Biagini, Chasen as my top punts. Then you got like Moore, Scoglin, and then Delgado, Bundy. Those would be my punt order there. But, yeah, a lot of really, really intriguing pitching options to look at tonight. So, good luck with that. Hit me up on Twitter with any questions. I'll help you the best I can to kind of mix and match as you can. Because it, it it's fun when you have a night like this where you can mix all kinds of different options because it does help with ownership, for one. It um, allows you to cover your bases with kind of, you know, I'm not saying stack in other lines, but you can, you know, get a couple bats. Like, if you're using scoglin in one then throw some renfro myers maybe some hedges in another just to cover your bases because look what they did even even when corbin pitched good enough like if what's what corbin did yesterday at Scotland can do give it three or four runs would we'll still strike out like six plus like right? corbin had like eight k's if Scotland can do that you'll take it at that punt price and then in your other lineup you had renfro played well hedges hit a couple homers myers played well both your lineups look great that's the the beauty of the punt so, uh, just when the punt works, as you know, we've done very well with these this year. It works well. So there's your pitchers. Let's get to the bats. Catchers Gary Sanchez just beasting. Back to he had a hard hit, not back, but he had a double dong day yesterday. Four to six hundred versus Bundy. Posey forty five at home versus Santana is a pretty steep price at home for Posey, but eh, he's not a bad ball ball player. You got Alex Avila versus the lefty. He'll probably get the day off today at forty two hundred. JT Rio Muto versus Glass. Now he hits righties very well. Lefty's crushed Glass now, but Rio Muto's a special case at 39. Gaddis versus Shoemaker at 39. Gaddis has been hitting righties with a lot of thump going back home to Houston. You got Russell the love muscle at $3,800. He's third base and catcher eligible against Gavaglio. Austin Hedges, there's one of them. $3,800 for Scoglin. Very, very tempting play there. Uh, you got Zunino and Grandal. Grandal versus Lefty. It's not a, as ideal as we'd like. You got Tyler Flowers versus Matt Harvey at 36 in SunTrust. That's an tr- intriguing play. Really, really got to like Matt Weider's 3600 bucks versus Trashner. Trashner, Trashner, Trashner. Trashner. Washington's in the play tonight. Lefty's hitting 365. Righty's 333 off Trashner. Trashner finally got hit his last time out. It's going to keep coming in bunches, folks. Washington, very chalky, very good tonight. Yanni Molina at 35, Brian McCann at 34 versus the maker of shoes. I like that a ton. Houston's always in play, and uh, lefties 311, righties 320 off a of shoemaker. As you go down the list, uh, yeah, Yon Gomes 3100 versus Miguel Gonzalez. John Hicks, our boy, his price tag has gone up. Lefties pitching for Boston. Hicks should be starting. First base catcher eligible for Detroit. He's 3100. We loved him when he was super cheap. Thirty-one still not bad on a, a night where a lot of the catchers are priced up. So Hicks at thirty-one definitely in play. You got Chris Iannetta who had a forty-point outburst yesterday. He's thirty-one hundred bucks for Zach Davies. He's in play. Chris Herman's day to day. If he does get the start at catcher, that left-handed bat is thirty-one hundred as well. Both of those are in play for Zach Davies. Um, the Milwaukee catchers got Bandy at thirty-one, Pena at thirty-two. If you want to go that route. If Andrew Knapp gets to start for Philly, that left-handed bat versus Waka at 3K. Um, when it comes to Philly, lefty's hitting right, he's 341 off of Waka. Uh, as you go down the list, uh, uh, Elias Diaz for the Pittsburgh Pirates. This is a good low-priced punt play. He's been pretty productive overall. Not like tons of flashy power or anything, but productive nonetheless. He's 2800 bucks at home against Zach Worley. The Pirates have a 4.85 team total, which is huge for them. Worley was really, really bad his last time out. He's been bad most of his career. Lefty's hit 339, righty's 311 versus Worley. So uh, Diaz, not a bad punt play at 2800 bucks. If Kirk Suzuki gets the start in Atlanta, he's 28 versus Harvey. Good punt value there. Sandy Leon versus Ryan Zimmerman. Zimmerman against Boston, not a good look tonight. 2700 bucks. We know righty's crushed Zim. Red Sox five point two six team total. Lefties three forty four. That's crushing. Righties three sixty nine. Boston, Washington, and Boston chalky stacks tonight. But well deserved stacks tonight. If you get the right punt plays, you can stack those bats, folks. Just putting it out there. Even with a little Kluber, Uh, as you go down your catching list, it gets much bleaker. They've raised some of our good good punt plays. Uh, Caleb Joseph versus the lefty Montgomery at twenty five hundred bucks is not the worst punt play you can have. He hits lefties pretty well. Uh, Derek Norris coming off the double Dong Norris and Sucre both for Tampa Bay at twenty four versus Triggs. Probably wouldn't go that way, but you can if you want to roll the dice on Stephen Vote. Lefties hit uh, Cobb extremely well. Oakland um, has a team total of four one three. Lefties hit three eighty one off Cobb. Righties three thirty seven, so that's not good either. But lefties three eighty one. Steven Vogt's price has gone down. He's been very inconsistent. He's down to twenty six hundred bucks tonight. Not a bad pump play with some upside on that ballpark in Tampa. Um, but that's about it when you look at your catchers. It's pretty, pretty, pretty bleak tonight. Um, maybe Chris Jimenez gets to start with the lefty on the mound for the Giants. Another reason why—that's why I forgot to mention. Another reason why Tanner works interesting and Matt Moore facing two AL teams that lose their DH. So, that's a, that's a biggie there. But Jimenez, if he gets the spot start against Matt Moore, he's $2,400. Uh, could be an interesting punt play as well if you're fading more. Over to first base, you got Goldschmidt at 56 versus Davies. is definitely in play. Zimmerman at 53, definitely in play against Trashner. Joey Votto versus Rich Hill at 49. is an interesting play. You never say you never play Votto. But uh might be some other ways to go. But I don't mind Votto versus lefties ever. Votto's just a great hitter. Eric Thames, $4,800 in Arizona against Randall Delgado is a great play. Thames went deep yesterday. Probably pissed in a cup. We haven't heard about it yet, but he seems to every time he goes yard. Milwaukee's got a 4.52 total. Lefties do hit 3.48 off Delgado. Righties are 2.96, but lefties you do target versus Delgado. Thames at 48. He's first base outfield eligible. He's definitely in play. Um, everyone's going to want to stack Arizona against Zach Davies, rightfully so. Milwaukee, if you're not using Delgado as a punt, the left-handed bats, Thames, Aguilar, Shaw, and company, VR, uh, Sogard. Milwaukee can be a very interesting stack. Yeah, Cody Bellinger versus the lefty Garrett. Lomo versus Triggs at 47. Justin Smoke, 47, versus Gavaglio. Smoke's going back to Seattle, folks. And he's, he's been back before, but he's actually playing really well right now. So he might want to show off his toys. Yeah, Jay Bruce, first base outfield eligible at 47. It's Teheron. Lefty Smoke, on. He's struggled mightily in SunTrust Park. Um, Mets have a team total of four seven six. Lefties hitting 340, righties, 253. Mets have like six or seven lefties in that lineup. It's could, could quote, unquote, be scary for Teheron. But Bruce at 47, solid, solid play. First base outfield eligible. Biggie Cabrera, 4,500 bucks versus the lefty Johnson. Biggie's, you know, not flashy. He's way down the first base list. We're talking like, 10-plus people down. So people sleep on him. His ownership, the Tigers' ownership, even yesterday, was extremely low. But Mickey versus Johnson, he's, we know he pitched great his last time out, but there's a reason why he's not in the rotation for good yet. 4500 bucks is intriguing. Chris Davis versus lefty uh, Montgomery at 45 Lucas Duda at $45 versus Duda has been crushing the ball since coming off the DL. You can play him at first, Bruce in the outfield. It's a good, good little start to a Mets stack, or just two guys if you want, a little two-man stack. You got uh, Carlos Santana, 4,400 versus Miguel Gonzalez. That's in play. Matt Hawley, forty-four versus Bundy. Yonder Alonzo, forty-four versus Cobb is a very good play. I mentioned how lefties hit Cobb extremely well. Yonder, 4,400. He went to the University of Miami, so a little little close to home for Yonder. Ryan Healy's hitting everything well. He hits lefties better than righties, but he's hitting everything well. He's first base, third base, 4,400. Danny Valencia versus Bia Genie at 44. Matt Carpenter's hot, led off the last two days, gone deep the last two days. Goes, uh, goes back home to face Jeremy Hellickson at 4,300. Hellickson does limit the hard contact a little better than most, but still, it's Hellickson. And we know there's, he's very hittable. So, Carp at 43 is in play. Hanram, 42 versus Zimmerman. Mentioned how righties crushed Zimmerman. Hanram can be sneaky tonight. Josh Bell versus Worley. Lefties hit Worley really well. Josh Bell, 42, is in play. Matt Adams, first base eligible versus Matt Harvey. Harvey, yeah, he's bad at baseball. Braves, 4.74 total. Lots of high totals today, folks. Lefty's hitting 3.63 off Harvey. Righty 3.22 with lefty's 3.63 in that ballpark. Matt Adams, 4,200. Phenomenal play. Got Belt at 41. At home is not nearly as ideal. There's better plays around him. Not saying he can't do something, but there's better plays. Uh, you got Guriel right. righty's very well for the Astros. He's 3,900 for Shoemaker. Uh, da, 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 da. Mitch Moreland versus Zimmerman at thirty-seven. Uh, Jesus Aguilar from Milwaukee, thirty-seven hundred versus Delgado. The Lefties against Delgado in that ballpark. Aguilar, at thirty-seven, very good play, very very good play. Will Myers, thirty-seven versus Scogland is in play. Jose Abreu, thirty-five versus Kluber. Not saying it's not you know a good GPP play, but it's not worth the gamble. If he goes, if he has a good game, tip your cap. Adam Lynn, thirty-five hundred, if he gets the start versus Kaschner, he I doubt he does. Zim got the day off yesterday, so he probably won't. But he'd be a really good play at thirty five hundred. Save some money with some upside versus Kashner. Kendris Morales thirty four, nice value there. Kendris is—I saw a tweet the other day in the last in the month of May he had one of the highest hard hit rates, exit velocities in all of baseball, and he's only thirty four hundred bucks. He might be slumping a little, but tremendous upside for Kendris. Uh, as you get towards the bottom, Trey Mancini first base outfield eligible thirty three versus Montgomery. Uh, Matt Davidson, no, uh, you're not playing him tonight. There's Hicks, like I mentioned, he's first base catcher eligible. And that might just about do it for us at first base. Let's move on to second base. So there's a lot of good options, high price, mid price, kind of low price, really good ways to go at first base, which you'd expect with all the different low price pitching options tonight. Second base, Jose Altuve, 53, is always in play. Uh, Josh Harrison, 47. Neil Walker's day-to-day at 47. He'd be a solid play if playing. Robbie Cano at 46 versus Biagini. Daniel Murphy, outstanding play tonight against Cashner at 46. We got Castro versus Bundy. Chris Taylor versus Amir Garrett, second base outfield eligible, 4500 bucks. Taylor's a really, really good play against Garrett tonight. Really good. I uh, like that a lot. Jonathan Scope, 43 versus Montgomery. Solid. Jason Kipnis, 4,200. And Jose Ramirez, Jose second base, third base, both 4,200 versus Miguel Gonzalez. Both definitely in play in that matchup. There's so many high team totals, so many great stacking matchups. This might be the kind of night that you don't stack as much. You just take all the home run upside guys because it might be dong patrol tonight. Stacks could pay off. You know, you get that you know, 15-run game out of one team. You got to get that one. But are you going to pick the one or two teams that does it? Or are you going to pick a bunch of different guys that can hit home runs? Which angle do you want to go? Game theory. Tons of fun. This is a great slate. Great, great slate for options. D Gordon, 4K versus Glasnow, Scooter Jeanette. You're not playing him versus Rich Hill. So let Scooter rest for a day. Ian Kinsler versus the lefty Johnson at 39. Nice value there. Jed Lowry, lefty versus Cobb at 39. Tremendous value. Johnny VR, if he continues to kind of get it done, he's 39 versus Delgado. Uh, Jose Peraza, right-handed bat versus Hill at 39. It's not horrible. Um, after Peraza, uh, you got... Whit Merrifield 3800 versus Chassee. Uh Lefty's at Chassine much better, but Merrifield's been getting it done if you want to go there. Ryan Dozier versus a Lefty. I know it's Matt Moore, I know it's San Francisco, but Matt Moore's giving up a lot of hard contact. He's 14th worst the last 30 days. I mentioned that. Ryan Dozier's only like 3800 bucks. If you're not playing Matt Moore, you got to have some Dozier at that price tag. It's just way too cheap. It's another day. It's like last like 3 or 4 days he's been below 4k. He's homered at least one of those. I, I, don't, I don't understand you, DraftKings. We, we talk every day, and it's, it's always some. you got Cesar Hernandez at 36. Love Eric Sogard. Second base shortstop, 3,600 versus Delgado. Price tag's risen, but it's a great hitting environment. Great guy to play that can't get lefties out for the most part. Sogard at 36, very much in play, leading off in Milwaukee. Wilmer Flores is hitting the ball really well. We prefer him versus lefties, but he's hitting well overall. Tehran does really well against righties, so be careful, but he's 36. Uh, you got Salarte switch hitting at 36 for Scotland. Uh, Logan Forsythe, second base, third base, hits lefties extremely well. He's 3,500. He hasn't been off to a great start this year, but overall hits him extremely well. Uh, I tell you all the time, if he's in the lineup and you want to punt something in Arizona, especially when they're in Arizona in that environment, you got Daniel Descalso, second-base athlete. He's 3300 today. Price tag is going up. He went deep yesterday. The guy, he's not going to light the world on fire all the time, but punt-wise, he's good for GPPs. Uh, as you go down the list, Dixon Machado should get the start for Detroit. He's second-base shortstop. He's 3K versus Johnson. Not a bad punt play at all. I like that punt play quite a bit. Ruggie O'Dor is only 2900 versus Tanner Rourke. Tremendous upside for a guy below $3,000. We know Rourke not a ton of hard contact been pitching really well Um, but tremendous upside with Rugi at 2900 and as you go down you got Chad Pender 25 second base shortstop eligible definitely in play against Cobb Uh, if Adrianza's in the lineup tonight for Minnesota coming home to San Francisco uh, Polanco's been gone on paternity leave I believe or bereavement list one of the two if Adrianza gets to start again like he did last night, he's second base shortstop eligible. He's 2200 bucks versus more. He's been running when he's been getting on base for them. He's not like, you know, he's not going to have a ton of power, but it is a sneaky play if he gets to start. He, he's been playing quite a bit while Polanco's been out. So keep an eye on Adri at twenty two hundred. Third base, you got Jake Lamb at fifty five. Lamb in Arizona versus Righty. Play him. Miguel Sano versus the lefty Moore's at 5k both great plays but you're gonna but lamb's in a much better hitting environment so you take that upside but really what hitting environment isn't good for Miguel Sano so take it as you wish Donaldson 48 versus Gavaglio's Donaldson's always in play uh Travis Shaw 47 versus Delgado's a great play I know you got to pick between him or lamb in Arizona but they're both in great matchups so if you want to save some money or you're stacking Milwaukee Travis Shaw for sure Rendon 47 versus is not bad at all Machado's um, day to day at 46. Eduardo Nunez swinging a good bat. He's third base outfield eligible at 45. It's tough to pay 45 when you can pay like 47 for Shaw, but he's there if you want to be contrarian. His ownership's extremely low. Hernan Perez, 4,300 versus Delgado. Third base outfield eligible is in play. Moustakis versus Chassin is 4,300 bucks. Definitely in play. Mention Jose Ramirez. Kyle Seeger, 41 versus Biagini is good. Eugenio Suarez, 41 versus Rich Hill is intriguing. Big time. Nick Castellanos, 4K versus Johnson's outstanding. He's been heating up like we talk about daily. I told you he's going to break out of it eventually. He's breaking out of it, folks. Price tags all the way up to 4K now. He went deep again yesterday, like 19 points or more yesterday. Guy's hitting the ball. and hitting it well. 4K versus Johnson. Good play if you don't want to pay up at third base. Joey Gallo, 38 versus Rourke. Always GPP upside. Uh <clears throat> Lynch and Flores, Longo 34 versus Triggs if you want to go there. I mentioned Forsyth already. Bregman 34 versus Shoemaker. Bregman's swinging a pretty good bat. Um, And then it gets real bleak at third base like it has lately. It's been really bad. Dietrich's been swinging it well. Lefties hit glass now extremely well. Dietrich's 2,900 if you want to go that way. Um, Back-to-back big offensive outputs for the Marlins. Maybe they're on a streak and... They're going to be extremely low-owned every night, especially night tonight with these big options. So Dietrich at 29, if you want to be really contrarian. Ruiz, 28 for Atlanta. Very contrarian, uh, low-owned play. If you're using punt pitchers, you shouldn't need to go too low-owned too often, but there's some options at these positions if you choose to go that direction. Let's head over to the shortstop position. Carlos Correa, 53 for Shoemaker. Trey Turner, 5,200, he's been getting on base a ton and stealing like crazy. So keep Trey in your mind. Zach Kozar versus Hill at 51. It's tough to pay that price for Kozart. He's he's earned it this year. It's very tough to put, uh, pay it. It's not Cincinnati. We're in L.A., so it's pitcher's ballpark, Rich Hill. That's tough, but he's got upside. Elvis Sanders at 47. he got Xander Bogarts at 45. Like me, some Francisco Lindor at 44 versus Miguel Gonzalez. Corey Seeger, don't worry about lefty-lefty against Garrett. Garrett won't be there that long anyways, and he gets Cincinnati bullpen at 43. Didi 41 versus Bundy, is in play. Jordy Mercer, still 4K, but he's hitting well if you want to be way different. Chris Owens, outfield shortstop eligible, 4K versus Davies, is in play. Uh, B. Craw, 37, not bad. Uh, as you go on, Tim Beckham, 36. Uh, There's Sogard, who I like. Azurbo Cabrera, 34 versus Tehran, a good-looking play. Dansby Swanson has been swinging it better. He's up to thirty-four hundred dollars versus Harvey. A Little pricey for Dansby, but it's not bad. I mentioned Dixon Machado at three K. Not a bad play there. J T Riddle twenty-nine hundred versus Glass. Now love our punt guy. He's almost up to three K. God damn! Don't do that to us, DraftKings. Leave our punts alone. There's certain guys that are too cheap, but not not our punts. Chad Pinder twenty-five hundred. Uh, definitely in play as well. Let's head to the outfield. And there's going to be some high-priced, extraordinary stuff here. Springer, 55. J.D. Martinez versus Johnson at 54 is amazing. Aaron Judge at 53. Bryce Harper versus Trashner at 53. Justin Upton at 52 is also phenomenal. Conforto, 49 versus Tehran is just great. Somehow, Andrew McCutcheon's up to 40 hundred bucks. I don't understand that. Don't pay that for McCutcheon. If he hit three home runs tonight, I don't give a care. Do not pay 40 hundred bucks for Andrew McCutcheon. Corey Dickerson, 48 versus Triggs. Eric Thames, which number is 48. All good plays. Domingo Santana swinging it really well. We know lefties versus Delgado. Righties are okay. Santana, 4,800 bucks in that ballpark. Always low on. Ben and Tendi, 4,700. Swinging a really good bat. Mentioned Bruce already. And then Ciarte at 47. It's a great spot. Gardner at 46. Aaron Hicks at 45. Both interesting plays against Bundy. Stanton and Ozuna both forty five hundred. We want lefties versus Glassnow, but we'll take anybody, especially named Stanton or Ozuna against Glassnow. Uh, Glassnow has been better of late. He's limited the walks. I will preface that, but he's still been extremely hittable, Has at least one or two blow up innings. Mentioned Chris Taylor at forty five, like that quite a bit. Brantley at forty four versus Miguel Gonzalez, Crush Davis forty four hundred versus Cobb's always in play. Beltran's on fire. He's forty four versus Shoemaker. Um, Mookie Betts, 43 Adam versus Zimmerman it's a very, very cheap price for the upside of Mookie Betts. Trumbo, 43 versus Montgomery. Definitely a play Trumbo likes his lefties, folks. Mentioned on Perez, Tommy Pham, 42 versus Helixson is intriguing. Adam Jones, 42 versus Montgomery is very intriguing. Adam Frazier at 42 versus Worley is a very good play. Peralta against Davies in Arizona, 42. Lots of really good plays here, folks, in the $4,200 range. Adam Duval, 42 versus Rich Hill. Mentioned Matt Adams at 42. Odabel Herrera, 41 versus Waka. Herrera still hitting well. Had a good game again last night. Like 14 plus points. Matt Kemp, 41 versus Harvey. Very nice. Got Mazzara at 41 versus Roark. Not bad, but ch- tough. Chisholm at 4K versus Gonzalez. I like a bunch. Always low owned with upside. Piscotti at 4K. Swinging it well against Helixson. Jackie Bradley Jr. is only 4K. Yellick's only 4K against Glasnow. Cole Calhoun's about one of the only consistent things the Angels have right now. 4K versus Peacock could be a sneaky play. Don't mind Calhoun at all, actually. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Low Kane at 4K. Gregory Polanco, 3900 versus Worley. There's upside there. See, I think they messed up. I'd rather pay 48 for Polanco at the, the upside versus Worley than 48 for Machado. But I mean, for McCutcheon. But McCutcheon at 39, we could talk at least. Bradley Zimmer, 38. Nice low-owned play for the Indians versus Gonzalez. Uh, Steven Sousa Jr., 38, versus Triggs, yes. Reddick, 38, yes. Love, Renfro, at 38, versus Scoglin, That's a great play. Sensu Chu, at 38, versus Tanner Rourke. leading off, is in play. Michael A. Taylor, at 37. Alther's 36. They're okay. Bonifacio, 36, it's right. He's really well for Kansas City, versus Chess Seed. 36, versus Harvey. Both of those can be in play. Um... Robbie Grossman, thirty six versus Moore, is an interesting play. Bautista is only thirty five hundred versus Gavaglio. Holy shit! DraftKings, Jose Bautista's thirty five hundred bucks versus Gavaglio. Bautista was having a tremendous start to May. He slowed down a little bit. There is no doubt about it. He's in a slump. We get it. But man, for that upside, he's in a massive slump. He hasn't had a double digit game since May thirtieth. But prior to that, he was on fire. So the month of June has not treated Bautista well. But thirty five hundred bucks, if you're going to have to pay down for an outfielder, that is tremendous upside. Keon Broxton thirty five versus Delgado's got some great upside. Denard Span at thirty five, not bad at all. Greg Blanco if he's leading off left-handed bat versus Davies thirty four hundred bucks. That's got really good upside. A part of a stack. Joey Rickard. Should be be leading off for Baltimore against the lefty. He's 33. Mentioned Mancini at 33, both good plays. Colby Rasmus, home run upside at 33. Ben Gamble at 33 for the Mariners. Mentioned Descalso, so some decent punt. uh, High risk, high reward plays down here at the $3,300 range. If Ray Fuentes leads off, he's 32. I'd rather have Blanco. And then, yeah, Fuentes is way too inconsistent, but he's got upside. And as we get to 3K, it starts to get bleak, really, really bleak, really, really fast. But let's see, Jake Marisnik at 29, there's upside there. Michael Saunders, 28, slumping, but power upside. Uh, Alex Gordon, 2800, we said lefties versus Chassin, if you want to roll those dice, he's only 2800 bucks. I'm not saying use him, but if you're punting, there's upside. He's been having a rough year, but he's there. Eric Young Jr. is $2,500. bucks. he has been playing great when he's in the lineup. So keep him in mind. Austin Slater with a bomb yesterday for the Giants. That rookie's good. He's got to get him some consistent playing time. Really good. So there you have it, folks. There's your 14-game slate. You got the Rockies-Cubs early. Both sets of bats are in play, but both pitchers have been pretty good. Wind's blowing out heavy, so that's why the bats are even more in play. So keep them in mind. Um, so pitching, Kluber, far and away the top option. You can roll the dice with Santana if you'd like. Rourke, pretty good cash play. Okay, GPP at 82. Peacock, I love a ton at 79. Then he gets dice. you got Montgomery at 76. Walker at 73. Then we start punting. You got Moore at home at 69, which is Interesting. Scoglin at 67, Bundy at 66, Chassin is sneaky at 64, Meagini at 6, uh, Triggs at 57, Delgado at 54. Lots of good punt plays. When you're stacking Red Sox versus Zimmerman, lefties 344, righties 369, that's a solid stack. They're just frustrating because they don't homer nearly as often as they should. You got the D-backs versus Davies in Chase Field, Coors Light, 4918 team total, lefties at 338, righties 329, you know what to do, Jacob Lamb, and build around that. Goldie's always in play, but Peralta, uh, Descalso, Sneaky Blanco leading off, good stuff in Arizona. If you just want a one off, Jake Lamb's always a play there. Cleveland four nine four team total against Miguel Gonzalez. Lefties three twenty two, righties three hundred six. Really good, you know, Kipnis, uh, Ramirez, Santana. Don't forget Zimmerman and Chisenhall towards the bottom. That's what makes if you want an interesting part of the stack. They're cheaper. They're four K and thirty eight. Everyone's gonna pay up for like Kipness and Brantley and those guys. Take the back end of the lineup with Zimmerman and Chisholm are gonna be way different from everybody else. You can even go uh, Ramirez, because if Ramirez is about like fifth, you got Ramirez, Chisenhall, Zimmerman, lots of lefties in that lineup to attack. Nationals four nine two team total against Kashner, three sixty five lefties, three thirty three righties. And just say it's Andrew Kashner. So yes, load up on your Nationals. Bryce Harper and company, Daniel Murphy, all great. Pirates, 4.85 total versus Warley Lefties, 3.39. They'll be low owned if you want to go that route. Josh Bell, Polanco, Frazier. Los Angeles, Dodgers, 4.83 versus Garrett. Lefties, 2.57. Righties, 3.66. Mention Chris Taylor. You can go Puig. I didn't mention him, but Puig's not a bad play. Forsyth. Um, build through there. Seeger's still not bad. There's some decent options. Kiki Hernandez. Forgot to mention him. Kiki's a great play. He's been hitting righties okay, but lefties he crushes. So, Kiki. Really good play there as well. The Mets four seven six total versus Taeheron. They're in SunTrust Park where Taeheron's been getting crushed. Lefty's hit three forty. Friday's only two fifty three. So good thing is the Mets have like seven lefties: Bruce, Duda, uh, if Walker's playing, you got Cabrera, Conforto, tons of the like. I just go Conforto, Bruce, Duda if you want, but you're leaving a little gap in the stack there. Still, still good options. Tigers versus Johnson four seven four total. Small samples on the batting averages. Good plays there. Love J.D. every day. But J.D., Cabrera, Upton, Kensler, Castellanos. The list goes on up. Hicks, our boy Hicks catching. Lots of options. Yankees against Bundy. Astros versus Shoemaker. Both are interesting plays. Cardinals versus Hellickson. You got Marlins versus Glass now. Four six five total. Lefties hitting 419 off Glass now. he's 356. Yes, 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 yes. We we'll extremely low-owned. And then, like I mentioned in Chase Field, everyone's going to go to the D backs, which it's a phenomenal play. But don't forget, if you're not punting with Delgado, who has upside, big K upside in this one. But Brewers, 4.52 total. Lefty's hitting 3.48. Righty's 2.96 off Delgado. you got Shaw, Thames, Aguilar at first base. Uh, Sogard leading off 1 through 4 stacked, top of the order. Very much in play for Milwaukee in that ballpark. And then you go on, Rays, Blue Jays. Blue Jays versus Gavaglio, reverse splits, lefties 294, righties 350. Keep that in mind. And, you know, lefties versus Cobb, so Oakland lefties 381, average versus lefties. The list goes on and on. There's tons of hitting options tonight with all these just messy, messy pitchers. So get it in. We've gone 50 minutes already, but loaded 14-game slate. Good luck to everybody. Hit me up on Twitter at BDN with any of your questions. Check us out, thesportsdjens.com, at thesportsdjens. Doc will have your UFC Auckland preview today. Interesting free card. And we got NASCAR. The real Josh G is joining the sports NASCAR DFS will be posted early today, probably after I hit this to load. So get in your NASCAR DFS info. But good luck tonight on the 14-game slate. Lots of good stuff to attack. Um, and I will catch you guys tomorrow. But this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your June 9th edition. I'm out.